And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the podcast you've all been waiting for, Legacy Story with Adam Solomini. Thank you very much. What a great welcome. All right. Hey, my name is Adam Solomon, and this is my podcast, Legacy Story. Ultimately, this podcast is meant to rekindle your own legacy story memories and ignite a desire to create more. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. I typically do not like to cover any overly politicized current events that are happening But considering my background in financial coaching and financial health, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about this quote-unquote debt ceiling crisis. And the media is really playing this one up as if this has not happened time and time again. Either where we didn't raise the debt ceiling and the government shut down and guess what? The world didn't end. Or the political pundits, people in Congress, and the President of the United States throughout history played chicken with our debt. Now, we want to ask ourselves, uh, especially with the spending habits of our government, is this the type of legacy that we want to leave our children and their children? I would hope that the answer is no. Now, I'd like to preface this with saying I do feel for those that work for the government and get a paycheck from the government in one way or the other, and that could be affected by this and more than likely have been affected by this in the past. These people are not the shot callers. They're not the ones that are kicking the can down the road time and time again and revisiting this what seems like every two to four years. They actually revisit this every single October, but, you know, the times that they want to play chicken or use it as a political football uh, seems to happen every two to four years. You know, uh, usually during uh, a time where they need to ramp up their fundraising for that next election. You know, they need to blame somebody for the next election. So clearly it works for them and it doesn't really matter who they hurt along the way, right? Now, if you're a Republican, you're probably like, oh, you must be a Democrat. Or if you're a Democrat, you're probably thinking, oh, you must be a Republican. Uh, no. I'm what's called a logican. The use of logic. Something that is not being used that much. And if you don't think that your party hasn't played in this game, you're sadly mistaken. So let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, What is the debt ceiling or debt limit? Well, it's a legislative limit on the amount of national debt that can be incurred by the United States Treasury, thus limiting how much money the federal government may borrow. Because expenditures are authorized by separate legislation, the debt ceiling does not directly limit government deficits. In effect, it can only restrain the Treasury from paying for expenditures and other financial obligations after the limit has been reached, but which have already been approved in the budget and appropriated. When the debt ceiling is actually reached without an increase in the limit having been enacted, the Treasury Department will need to resort to what's called extraordinary measures, which temporarily finances government expenditures and obligations until a resolution can be reached. The Treasury has never reached the point of exhausting extraordinary measures resulting in default, although on some occasions Congress has appeared like it would allow a default to take place. 
If this situation were to occur, it is unclear whether the Treasury Department would be able to prioritize payments on debt to avoid a default on its bond obligations, but it would at least have to default on some of its non-bond payment obligations. A protracted default could trigger a variety of economic problems, including a financial crisis. It could also trigger a decline in output that would put the country into economic recession. Historically speaking, there were some debt crises, as they like to call it today, that they're wanting to put blame on one person or another. Uh, yeah, this has happened, uh, let's see, uh, there was a mini one in 1981, there was one in 1995, there was one in 1996, there was one in 2011, there was one in 2013. As a matter of fact, the uh, debt ceiling has been raised 78 times since 1960. Trump had to do it two times. Obama had to do it seven times. Bush, too, had to do it seven times. Clinton had to do it four times. Bush, one, had to do it four times. So like I said, not new. What's not new? Kicking the can down the road by not addressing the debt and the spending problem that our government has. Debt that has skyrocketed since 2008. Now, let's quickly talk about this particular one, which is very interesting. Here's an interesting take on it. First, the impending government shutdown and default is entirely unnecessary. And remember, this isn't a Republican or Democrat thing. I'm talking about this particular instance here. The Democrats could have chosen to raise the debt limit through what's called budget reconciliation. This would not require a single Republican vote. So keeping it out of budget reconciliation and asking the Republicans' support is a conscious decision by Democrat leadership. Well, why, why would they do that? Well, there are midterm elections coming up in 2022, and they actually start doing all of their fundraising and campaigning pretty soon here. They usually do it a year out. So the Democrats know that raising the debt ceiling could hurt them in the midterm elections, so they prefer sharing the blame with the Republicans by forcing them to support a suspension of the debt limit. In other words, the Democrats have set up a game of chicken to get the Republicans' fingerprints on the debt limit suspension. Now, the Republicans are saying that, oh, we don't want to raise the debt limit because the Democrats are trying to pass a $3.5 trillion package after already passing a $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan earlier this year. Now, isn't it amazing that they did that $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan without any Republican votes, but somehow they can't get this done? So what we have here are political games that are messing with real people like you and me, especially people who get paid by the government. But not only that. So President Biden is basically trying to call the Republicans bluff since Republicans are saying we're not going to raise the debt limit with this huge $3.5 trillion package. Well, Biden is trying to call their bluff by attaching the debt limit suspension to a spending patch and a hurricane relief bill. People who were suffering through the hurricane that just happened and its aftermath and trying to put their lives together, we have a president that is trying to play chicken with the Republicans by messing around with a relief bill that should be passed all by itself. But no, they want to play games. 
So if the government shuts down or even defaults, it's entirely a self-inflicted event. Let's put this in perspective in your house. Can you keep spending money that you don't have and then just uh, call up a creditor and say, oh, hey, uh, you know what? I just kind of want to raise that limit that I've maxed out uh, because I want to spend some more. So um, can you do that? And oh, by the way, in a, in a few years, maybe even next year, I'm probably going to call you up and tell you to go ahead and raise that spending limit again so I could spend some more. Can you do that? No, in all likelihood, you can't. Especially if you have decades of proving that you have an unhealthy spending habit. So the only way that you can fix this personally is by getting your spending in check. Make more than what you spend. So take in more than what is going out so you can pay off your debt. Well, that is not what our government is doing. They're just spending more and spending more and spending more and kicking the can down the road because they are not serious about cutting spending. They are not serious about reducing our debt. They want pork in their bills. They want their special projects funded. They want to keep programs alive that are clearly not working. So as I have said a few times already, my heart goes out to anybody that's making a paycheck from the government because this is probably going to affect you. And if they say, let bygones be bygones and let's just kick the can down the road, we'll be okay. And they kick the can down the road, um, you more than likely are going to face this again in the future. My advice to you is actually very similar to my advice to anyone. But especially you, because you're feeling it at this moment. It might be a little bit too late now, but if you start now, then you'll be prepared for the next time. Especially if they say, oh, we'll do a continuing resolution, and that means we have until December. So that's going to give you a little bit more time. I would stack up some cash for people that get paid by the government. This is for you only. You need to get in crisis mode. Work as much as you can while you're getting a paycheck. Maybe find a way to get a paycheck that is outside of the government with a side gig or a second job and try to stack up three to six months of an emergency fund. That's going to cover all of your expenses for three to six months. So you figure out what your expenses are, multiply that by three or four or five or six, and that is the amount of cash that you should have in an account that is readily accessible. Because if you stop getting a paycheck, you're not going to worry if you have this emergency fund in place. Oh, and just a side note uh, for those people who maybe don't remember the last time this happened and the government shut down and paychecks didn't go out, they were eventually paid. They got all of their money that was owed to them. They just had it delayed. So it's not like, hey, we're never going to pay you again. But if you're getting a paycheck some way or another from the government and you rely on that to pay your bills, it is crisis mode. Stack up cash, make minimum payments on all that. If you happen to be paying off debt and putting as much as you possibly can, all of your extra money, if you're putting that towards uh, debt, I would pause that right now and just start stacking up cash. Just like I would suggest when somebody is in stork mode, if you're about to have a baby, you'll want to stack up cash in the emergency fund three to six months if not more because you'll probably want to have a health fund for the baby and once the baby comes home healthy then you just throw that at debt if you have debt toss it all at debt because baby is home and healthy now for you government workers that are in crisis mode uh, you wouldn't throw all of that money at debt afterwards you actually want to maintain that because this could happen virtually 
every single year if they decided they wanted it to happen that way. Ultimately, what I would like to say is that we need to leave this country in better shape than the way it's going when it comes to debt. We need to start holding these government officials accountable for their poor spending habits, their out-of-control spending habits. They need to get all of these government agencies in check and start working towards getting a surplus so they can pay down their debt. And you don't get a surplus by taking all the money from the rich, which is sometimes what you hear. You don't do it by taxing everybody, taxing more, 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 more taxes. You do it by making this country prosperous, where the tax dollars will naturally come in at a higher rate. And you cut way back on all of these government agencies that are just wasting money. I don't need $100,000 going to a scientist who wants to see whether or not hedgehogs have different sexual tendencies while under the influence of cocaine, okay? If there are government programs that are not working, they need to be canceled. Not given a raise, canceled. And let me tell you, there are thousands of them out there. Get the spending way under control. Put people, especially small businesses, in positions where they can thrive and hire more people, which means more taxes go into the government so they can pay down the debt. And maybe, how about this? How about every time we don't have a balanced budget or a surplus, Congress doesn't get paid? I bet you that would fix something. So that's it. Sorry about the rant. People, get that emergency fund going. For everyone else out there that's not getting a government check, uh, this is not going to be the end of the world. However, you should probably work on a three to six month emergency fund for yourselves. If you didn't feel it during the pandemic, imagine if you would have had a three to six month emergency fund when the pandemic first started and everything was shut down. Probably would have been less stressed out, right? Well, that's it for today's episode of Legacy Story. Thanks for listening. If you have any thoughts on this particular topic or anything else, you can always email me at LegacyStoryPodcast at Infinancer.com. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, don't forget to follow me on social media at Your Legacy Story, except for Twitter, which is The Legacy Story. And you can also follow me at Infinancer. If you're interested in changing your trajectory, whether it's through financial coaching kind of got a feel for how passionate I am about helping people with their financial health. I also do business coaching and personal coaching. So if you feel that any of those can assist you in creating your own legacy, you can book a free discovery session with me at infinancer.com. I-N-F-I-N-A-N-C-E-R.com. Until next time, ciao.